Twas the night before Christmas, when all through the shop, not a tool was in use, not even a straw. The chisels were hung in the rack with great care. Their sharpness was tested, they cut every hair. The creators collective all snug in their sheds, while visions of projects danced round in their heads. Zack took off his anvil and laid on the bench, a knife he just finished and pulled from the quench. When out on the podcast there rose such a clatter, Will sprang from his lathe to see what's the matter. Around the bandsaw to the computer he flew, hopped on the podcast, a live chat to view. When what to his wondering eyes did appear, James Wright saw in hand slicing veneer. With a shake of his head and a roll of his eyes, Will said, there are easier ways to cut plies. Tired and exhausted and drained from the year, just working with hands and oak so severe. All energy gone, James said with a huff. I'm done with making and using this stuff. So James pulled out his cables. He pulled out his cords. Boy, was he tired of using inelegant swords. Table saws, chop saws, routers, and bits. All of this hand stuff was hard. He was calling it quits. Just then, Zack came in with a bowl of his snacks. You've been fasting again. You're all out of wax. Here, take some jerky, some cookies and pie. Eat some protein and carbs. If you don't, you might die. So James picked up one cookie, the smallest one yet, and he nibbled the tip of an iced Santee hat. Then something happened that's never happened before. James's stomach grew three sizes or more. Ha! Zack chortled. Now you'll have to get to it to work off that fine layer of fresh Christmas suet. So James grabbed a buck saw and flew to the work, arm flying about like well-oiled clockwork. In his right hand a jack plane, and his left a card screen. The air was soon filled with thin curls just like paper. Christmas projects flew by from rough to fine finish, like a whole team of Amish who'd eaten their spinach. Then Will at the lathe and Zack with a hammer jumped into the work and caused quite the clamor. Those Christmas Zack snacks provided the drive to make and create and bring things alive. As morning came round and crept o'er the hill, Will slices a log with his Alaskan sawmill. Zack's pile of hammers in every known keller had never been seen by a Florida feller. The three turned around and they looked at their work. Their faces all grins, or maybe a smirk. Every project complete, shiny, and done. Every bone was exhausted, though James called it fun. All the work was completed and finished on time. The podcast began with the start of the chime. Herberholtz, Walker, and that weirdo named Wright. From the Creators Collective, Merry Christmas. Good night. That was great. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Uh, so I hope you guys like that. And we are going to be having a good bit of fun today doing uh, a few Christmassy things. So uh, Merry Christmas Eve. And uh, this is going to be enjoyable time. So we're going to loosen up a little bit. Uh, I, well, I don't know if we can actually loosen up more than we normally loosen up. But uh, <laughs> we're going to have some fun today. So, um, yeah, after that, let's, uh, let's, let's jump into uh, what we've been working on. What you got, Will? 
Uh, getting ready for Christmas. I've been um, chipping away at uh, Christmas gifts. Um, I don't think anybody that is getting any of them are listening to the podcast. So uh, I have been turning uh, bottle stoppers for the women who drink uh, wine in my family. Uh, made my dad a big uh, quarter sun off maple uh, like chopping block carving board. Um, and my in-laws just got in last night. And I've got this old 1973 Honda CT70 little 70 cc trail bike uh that we're gonna get up and running we got a bunch of parts that showed up and me and my father-in-law are gonna be working on that and uh oh and neighbor yesterday uh texted me and asked if I, he just dug up a piece of railroad and that's like 20 inches long and i and grab that and i'm gonna turn that into a, a railroad anvil uh, that and like uh, yeah, I think that's a lot of fun grinding that thing. <laughs> <laughs> that what the the trail bike or the anvil? The anvil. Like I feel like making a railroad anvil sounds like one of the least fun ways to spend your time. <laughs> Not trying to like you know rain on your parade, but just grinding oh, that which, stuff. Which Ooh. would you prefer, Zach? The railroad anvil or the white oak anvil? Uh, definitely the railroad anvil. I would prefer, though, like, I don't know. I mean, it depends on your budget, but there's. I'm surprised there's not more stuff around you. It seems like I, uh, you're, you're in the area where there, where you could dig something up. I mean, the railroad anvils are, are fine. Just I, I could imagine, like, grinding a horn shape on that would, would be a lot, of, a lot of work. Yeah, I mean, at least to use it to see you know what i don't like about it and yeah. stuff with it i can i can upgrade you know but instead of just going out and dropping a bunch of money on a nice anvil it's true but yeah i, don't, I have too many toys already so i don't want to spend like i hate just dropping money on stuff and not getting time to use it because i've mean, got that like shop add where i'm like oh yeah so yeah but anyway what are you working on today um, so I just batched out another a handful of those little mini cleavers. So I've had a few people that have been waiting a while for those. So I made, I made a few extras. I think they're still available. Um, I haven't checked. I've been really bad at keeping up with my Instagram messages. I don't know if it's just the holidays or what, but like I have been getting so, uh, so much interaction and so many private, like direct messages through Instagram that like it's that I, I'm really like honestly having a hard time keeping up with them. Um, I'm not complaining, but uh, if, if you haven't heard from me, it's not because I'm ignoring you. It's just, it's especially just with everything else going on this time of year. It's just, uh, I feel like I'm kind of a little bit overwhelmed from, from <laughs> all angles with, with uh, requests for work orders, direct messages, like lining up, you know, every, a lot of the companies that I, that I work with and stuff are trying to line up dates for next year. And there's, there's a lot of just, it seems like everything really kind of comes at you the last, the last month. So it's just been, uh, it's been good, but it's been tricky trying to, to stay on top of everything. Uh, so yeah, if, I mean, if, if you guys are interested in those little mini cleavers, I'm selling those for like one, same as I did last time, 175 for leather. Send me a message and uh, first, first ones that want them, get them. And <laughs> But uh, so I did those. Uh, God tried some of those, some more of those blacksmith roses. I usually batch out like, you know, 
seven or eight of them just so that I have some ready to go out when people order them. But of course I ran out to be December. So I had to forge some more of those. And then yesterday just, uh, uh, spent a lot of time kind of just thoroughly cleaning a third of my shop. <laughs> so I spent, uh, probably, I bet I spent three hours out there and I just, uh, uncompromisingly went through all of the problem areas in my shop. I feel like everybody, I'm sure everybody has those spaces in their shop where they don't, they don't get much attention and things accumulate and everything else gets cleaned five or six times and you just kind of skip over those areas. Yeah. Well, I, I tackled a lot of them yesterday. So I think that's kind of what I'm going to do today is just, um, I really want, I'm, I'm taking, taking a lot of things out. I, I'm so cramped for space that, that <laughs> I'm setting even tools that are great tools that I use, but I don't use frequently. I'm, I'm setting them aside so that I can find new places for them so that I can hide them, tuck them away in the house somewhere, or just, just really trying to create as much space as possible. Cause it's really a problem in my shop. So uh, a lot of, like I said, a lot of the tools that don't see frequent use are going to go somewhere else, like some sort of storage or something. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, I plan on doing that again today, just tidying stuff up, just throwing away a lot of stuff. I went through um, trying to make room. Uh, Tracy and I are really anticipating we're excited about our move, which we're, we're hoping, we're hoping for about <laughs> June. That's, that's the plan. So, um, starting to go through things early and throw stuff away and things that I've just held on to for no other reason than sentiment. And I'm not really a sentimental person, but, yeah. uh, it's, it's hard not to be. I mean, I had yesterday, I threw away, you know, boxes and boxes of all of my homework, all of my notes, everything from, uh, from my, my from schooling like all of my engineer from from the first day of class to the last of you know uh, electrical engineering notes and stuff and i don't know why i hung on to them it's just i guess when you spend <laughs> yes a sickening amount of money and all you have to show for it is a box of your labor it's it's for some reason it's difficult to, to throw away and honestly like I have these ideas like oh you know someday i'll go back through and brush up on all of it that's never ever ever going to happen i know it i know it's a cop-out it's like one of those things that you subconsciously tell yourself like oh i'm gonna hold on to it because something's gonna happen i just packed all that out to the dumpster yesterday <laughs> so it was so weird so just trying to create more room in in the shop and in my house and in everything and throw away as much stuff as i can so that move is easier so that's what i've been up to and i think i'm probably gonna do more of that today and Christmas uh, probably start drinking early on both days we have we hit up total wine and <laughs> definitely do you have family in town are you going anywhere uh i'm not going anywhere so tracy went to ohio last week uh see her family i don't want to say unfortunately my family's close but um, <laughs> yeah. that's right they're the reason you moved to florida weren't they yeah sort of yeah you can so, blame them what's that you can blame them okay yeah <laughs> so yeah i'm not we're not going anywhere cool hey, how james how about you well, um, I have been in Strop's world because, <laughs> uh, well, it was almost two weeks ago now where I had, I made up, uh, I think it was about 20 or so Strops and I figured that would last me about a month if I sold them and they ended up selling in under an hour after I put them all out. I'm just absolutely blown away. Um, so I ordered the supplies to get more and I should have another round ready to go later next week. Um, and I'm hoping they last for at least a day or two, but we'll see. Um, so yeah, those, uh, those should be coming out. And I've had a lot of people asking if you want to be notified when they go live, I'll be sending out an email on my email list. 
um, as well as on the Wood by Right Hive Mind group. I uh, tell them uh, when they go live. So if you want to, if you want to, if you if you want to be ready for when they go out, um, who knows? They might uh, all sell out within five minutes or so, like last time. But I'm making so two questions about the straps. Uh huh. One, uh, are they just um, the the horse butt on itself, or are you attaching them to a board? Is it like a hardback strap, or is it just horse butt? Uh, um, yeah, because they, they come in two different varieties. Either I have my logo stamped center of the top and they kind of have this bump out or it's in the top right corner. Um, and then I, I stamp it on both sides. So you, some people like the smooth side, some people like the rough side. Um, I don't like putting them on a board. Um, I prefer having them loose. And so that's why I've, I'm selling what I like to use. Um, and I've had a few people ask for that and I might in the future do something with backing them on a board, but I find it just easier to set them on the bench and use them than putting it on a board. Um, I don't know. We'll see though. But then they also come with um, uh, buffing compound that I have poured. Um, and I'm, I'm, I'm looking at making molds that have my logo so I can actually give buffing compound in the shape of my logo. <laughs> and then I'm, I'm thinking about doing a, a select run of like Han Solo and Carbonite uh, buffing compound blocks. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll see. But yeah, each of the straps then comes with a, a, a block of that. So. And that, that's a video I want to make here soon of showing how do you make your own because it's 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 basically just walk, wax and uh, whatever compound you want. I'm using chrome oxide um, to get the green, mm -hmm. um, but a lot of people like other oxides. So, so I recently um, started doing something different on my sharpening that has made a world of difference. Um, I have a nice leather strop, but uh, I got a leather belt for my uh, mm. belt grinder. And holy crap. Like yeah. in the past, I'd knock the burrs off on my uh, high speed buffer and it works. But like there's certainly a noticeable like new level of sharp from the from the uh, the belt grinder. And it's it might be the same as stropping. It's just so fast on the belt grinder. Yeah. It's like 100 strops a second. Yeah, it's 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 insane. Like you, you pass it over like maybe once or twice per side and it's and, you know, the belt doesn't go super fast on there, but it's so easy to to get a per a consistent and I don't know how much like angle consistency matters on a strop. It's probably not abrasive enough to really like roll your edges or anything. The results that I've been are just yeah. insane. I mean, like, but also so I, it'll cut down on the amount of pressure because that's one of the problems that a lot of people have is they put too much pressure on the strop. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. And so that if you're doing sense. it in the belt, you're probably not going to be pushing on it as much. Oh, I should grab. I totally forgot about another knife that I forged. I should go grab it really quick. <laughs> Sorry, Will. I didn't mean to cut you off. Yes, I that's did. all right. I had to cut my. Yes, I did. <laughs> uh, no, I was going to say because Zach was talking about uh, the angle, you know, of stropping. He doesn't know if it, it uh, matters that much. I've noticed my with my technique um, when I used to do like my chisels, and I just wanted to hit them on the strop real quick, and I wouldn't totally focus on keeping my angle like straight. I wasn't. I would just you know run it over a million times, and at the end of that stroke, I would kind of like tip my tip my wrist and it, it actually kind of roll that edge just just the teeniest bit i mean it would still it would still be sharp but then i when i started focusing on actually like lifting my hand and then like putting it at the beginning of the strop again and like focusing on my my body mechanics like yeah. it just felt so much sharper uh and it was like oh whoa like just do that more and just that, just that little tweak. It didn't take any more time. It just that little tweak in body mechanics seemed to make a big difference. So, I think a strap does more than than people think. Yeah, definitely. 
<laughs> so you, you got I went and grabbed him. You guys saw this one, didn't you? The yeah. the uh yeah. first one. Well, I just did like a Japanese style one and did like a copper ferric etch on it. Ooh. This thing is terrifyingly sharp. This is like the sharpest, probably one of the sharpest things I've ever been able to play around with. But, For those yeah. of you who don't know, if you uh, look at the the live feed, he's holding up a Damascus steel Japanese style um, knife. Really cool. Really cool. Yeah, so that was fun. Yeah. I don't know though. You know, I I don't I, I don't uh, I don't know that like I have the knife bug like. I feel like I'm doing it because it's hard and I'm not good at it. And I feel like that's the, the motivating factor be behind almost everything I do. It's not necessarily what I'm interested in doing. It's what I suck at mm -hmm. and like I'm competitive. So I don't want to suck at things. So whenever <laughs> I find something that I'm not good at, I spend a lot of time like, you know, toning that art good at it. and then as soon as I'm good enough at it to where I can actually make money at it, I get bored and find something that I'm terrible at. It's like the worst business strategy ever, but that's just <laughs> like, seriously, as soon as I, as soon as I start like getting good enough at a, at a skill to where I could see like where it's profitable, that's where I'm like, okay, I'm done with this. What, what can't I make money at? So cool. Oh man. That's a bummer. Uh, go ahead. <laughs> I was just going to say, you want to get into a couple questions? Yeah. I just wanted to mention one more thing about what I was working on. Uh, Cause I oh, yeah. forgot, but this is like, exciting. Uh, so I released the dresser video last week. Uh, the it's doing really, really well. For me. Yeah, your uh, audio is almost gone. You know, oh, believe for me. Uh, <laughs> Try it again. Okay. All right. Uh, so I released the shaker dresser video, and it's doing really, really, really well for me. Um, and people seem to really like it. Uh, and that was just nice. It was just a nice little. YouTube win for me and the clients loved it and that's all I have to say about that. That was really sweet. I like that one. Really simple. And I love the pocket hole use. I, I know you probably got a lot of guff from that, but uh I liked it. Only from one guy. <laughs> uh but a good build. And I made some money on it. Oh, that uh I used pocket holes to to uh attach the bottom apron that was more decorative than anything. Uh but he commented, I never use pocket holes in any of my furniture. It just shows poor craftsmanship and poor planning. And and I just responded, cool, cool story. Like, that's like, all right, good for you, dude. <laughs> but, cool. Yeah. I don't know. Well, um, we have a couple Christmassy questions. Um, one of them was submitted earlier, and I did not get the name of the person who submitted. I'm sorry for that. So whoever did. Um, let me know, and I'll put your name on here. But uh, what is a good last-minute Christmas present idea? So do you have anything that's a fast build for last-minute procrastinators? It's pretty last-minute. I know. Uh, I, I have an answer, um, and the answer is the lathe. Because I mean, if you want to turn a pin, you can go from rough blank to finished pin in you know, five, ten minutes. That's true. That's a good one. Um, and there's a lot mm -hmm. of things on the lathe that yeah. just go really fast. You can... You can do a simple bowl or you can do, you know, handles for everything and anything. And they, I mean, cause you can finish on the lathe. So, I mean, what's the, <laughs> it's, it's all in one. Yeah. That's why the, those bottle stoppers. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's why those bottle stoppers were such a great gift idea. I mean, I could go from blank to me putting the final polish on. I, I was up to like, you know, three minutes of bottle stopper. Wow. That's quick. 
Yeah. I think you're I think you're on to something because I can't think of anything. I don't I don't know. I don't really I guess I don't ever do anything that's fast. <laughs> my projects well, got, are usually I've got a couple projects that I've been um, doing recently on my channel, like those uh, burr puzzles. Um, you can make one of those six burr hand puzzles. And, you know, with hand tools, I can make one in under an hour uh, from rough wood to finished product. They're uh, they're surprisingly quick and easy because they're just cutting notches. And if you do it on a table saw, you could do one in 15 minutes or less. Hmm. Uh, they're yeah, dado stack and done. Um, yeah, I'm trying to think of what else we've done recently. The quick projects. You could like turn some sort of wooden ornament thingy too. Yeah, yeah. I think the lathe. I think the lathe is key. It's like fast, and there's not a whole lot of like switching yeah. of machinery. You can just kind of like set up and knock stuff out. Cool. Yeah. Well, we have a question from Make Brooklyn. Uh, so, are you all at the point where? For gift for gift occasions, you tell people not to get you gifts related to your crafts. Have you reached the just get me a sweater or something stage yet? Hmm. See, I tell people look at my Amazon list because um, that is my list of things that I am intending to buy in the next while, and a lot of that are tools that I don't have or I am thinking about getting for an upcoming project, but I just haven't gotten up to the point where I want to buy it yet. And so they're practical as well as things that I want. Um, so most of my things are still related to that, but some of them are hobby related, my running or other things, but yeah. Hmm. What about you? Uh, I don't know. I, you know, I, I guess I don't really get, I guess people don't really buy me much stuff. I usually get like gift certificates to like stores that don't even exist around me. I think I have like, I probably have $200 worth of like Nordstrom gift certificates. And I don't even think there's a Nordstrom <laughs> within 50 miles of me. It just sits in the, my wife while you travel. Um, yeah, I don't know. Um, I should do. I should definitely do the Amazon list thing because I've never thought of that. But uh, my my Amazon like the the what do they call that? Like you have like your basket, and then you have like well, I guess it is out of it like publicly available. But it's all books. Like my wish list is just full of books. <laughs> See, I have I have my my gifts list. I have a uh, tools list. And then I have my books list. And so I have several different wishes. Then I have a couple other lists that I have on Amazon as well. But uh, then I have my, my gifts list is public. So if anyone searches for me, they can find that. And I've actually had a few people who, if they just want to get me a gift, they can click on that and they can buy it straight on Amazon, have it shipped straight to me and not have to worry about packaging. And Amazon will even wrap it for you if you want. That's pretty cool. Hmm. So I'm bad about gift ideas for me because I think about it for a long, long time. Uh, trying to come up with good gift ideas for, you know, people to get me that aren't, you know, a $400 hand plane or something. Uh, and then I can't think of anything until like two days before Christmas. Like I was down <laughs> in the shed, uh, one of my gouges, CBN wheels. That'd be a great gift to get me. <laughs> uh, but yeah, oh well. I should get some of those. Yeah. The best thing is if I have, um, I'll have Amazon affiliate links for things in my gift list. So if someone really knows me, then they can use my Amazon link to buy the gift for me. So uh, like that's, double, bonus. <laughs> yeah, double down. Yeah. I, I couldn't resist. I had some printer paper uh, next to me. Oh, slicing paper. Yeah, yeah. It's sharp. Anyway. Uh, got a lot. Uh, let's see. Why do we have another question come in? Um, what, what do you think? No, you might be getting for the shop for Christmas. Any of you have guesses? This is from Make Mike. Uh, Probably Make a Nordstrom Mike. certificate. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I have a feeling that I'm going to be getting a new concept for that. 
Ooh. A what? I want one of those. You broke up on my yeah, me, Oh, yeah. A new concept matrix. Oh. You know that one that looks like a, a bridge? Yeah. Oh, cool. Make hmm. me seriously jealous. I'm a robot. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what I'm getting. I mean, I don't think I'm getting anything for the shop, but that's okay. Like I'm I'm trying to trying to get things out of my shop right now. Um oh, you know, it's kind of exciting though. So um, I don't know if I posted, I probably, probably put it on my Instagram stories. I post on it, but did you guys see that, uh, gigantic, uh, post vice that I ordered or that? Oh I got yeah. yeah. Andrew Alexander, things like 150 pounds, probably six inch jaw monster. Nice. Um, so the, the person that I order my hammer metal from, uh, I, I order, I typically, I've always ordered through speedy metals for like my tool steel and, uh, I put in like a really big order like you know, two months ago and the guy sent me an email and he's like, Hey, you know, next time give me a phone call and I'll hook you up. So, uh, so I did that last time and he says he actually does like basic machining and stuff for, um, you know, what, whatever you need. So I called him up and what I need to do. I mean, it, those of you familiar with my shop know that it's tight and it, it's a small space with a ton of tooling that does not belong in a residential area. Um, so I need like a big, heavy vi uh, uh, base for this post vice that won't move, but is movable if I need it. So um, I called him up and I'm actually, he's got like a giant uh, laser or water jet or something. So he's cutting me a 30 inch diameter uh, base out of five eighths thick steel plate. And I ordered that. So that that's going to show up probably this next week and I'll be able to build a base for this post vice. That'll be my new tool for, for the beginning of the year that pretty excited. About. It's going to be nice to have a well-manufactured heavy duty vice. That's right next. Sweet. So, yeah. And it's cool because I was going to have to do, I mean, I have a plasma cutter, but it, it, about quarter inches about as thick as it's going to do. And so I was going to have to use my oxyacetylene torch to cut something thick. And there's a reason nobody here has ever seen anything that I've cut with an oxyacetylene torch. <laughs> so that pretty? No, not at all. Cool. So, yeah, that's exciting. Um, let's see. Oh, we have one um, general question from Tony Crianlo. Crianlo? That was especially bad, James. Welcome to the Creators Collective, where we will butcher any name. <laughs> would ingrain sapili, uh, would an ingrain sapili chopping block work? I have lots of scrap. Have um, any of you worked with sapili? Yes, I have. Yeah, I like it. I actually, it's one of my favorites. It's like so ribbony. So sapili is kind of like a mahogany. Yeah, I was gonna say it's it's often used to replace. Mahogany mm -hmm. in place of mahogany. Is it in the mahogany family? Yes, it's African it... mahogany. I think it's no, 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 no excuse me, not African. That's the other one. That's uh, no, there's Honduran, uh, uh Honduran mahogany, which is like the old school, yeah. And then there's the African, which is less stable. And then I thought sapile was like another thing, yeah. Sapile is it's a slightly harder wood. Um, I'm trying to remember which which country it comes from because there, there is an African mahogany, but that's a um, that's the other one. And there's also Cuban mahogany, um, yeah. but that's harder to get. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't see why why it wouldn't work. Yeah, that's that's like right around uh, the hardness of maple or beech, isn't it? I'd have to look it up. Uh, yeah, Jenka, fifteen hundred. Yeah, I like. Uh, I, I actually, 
Okay. I think I like the look. I prefer the look of Sapili to mahogany. It usually has that like really nice, like I don't know if you call it ribbon, ribboning or striping or whatever, but it's very has like a chatoyant ribbons through it, which I think are super cool. But you wouldn't see that on the end. But I, I don't see any work. It's it's a hardwood. Cool. Yeah. Well, um, I think that'll about do it for questions. We're not going to do the creator's photo challenge this week. We'll probably do that next week or the week after. So we're, we are going to be recording this coming Thursday. The I think I'm actually winning that one. I don't know about you guys. But... <laughs> there's a couple good ones in there, but uh, yeah. <laughs> hey, the, I, there's no reason why the one of the three of us can't win it as long as they get the majority votes. It's true. Yeah, you guys never vote for me. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, the challenge this week is for Boca or bouquet or whatever you want to say it. Um, it basically it's that uh, that fuzzy blurred background that makes the, the the subject pop out and bring it out from the background um, often done with lights and the, the circular uh, fuzz um, so that has to be in we'll probably do that this thursday so you have a few more days to get that in and if you want i've had a few people asking this uh if you want to enter it you just have to put it on instagram so go on to your instagram page upload the picture and put with the hashtag creators photo challenge and we search by hashtag creators photo challenge to pick the winner so that will be next time any words before i move on none apparently nope. okay nope. so uh joke of the week uh we <laughs> we had two come in that uh, i had to uh, well actually we had three come in but um what uh what's the best christmas present in the world a broken drum you just can't beat it <laughs> uh and then of course one of the the goodies and oldies of one of my favorites of uh what uh who how does darth vader know what you're getting for christmas he can feel your presence nice <laughs> cool um, so, Will, what you uh, what you watching, reading? What's your inspiring you this week? So, uh, Third Coast Craftsman, um, Chris is just a just a cool dude. He's just a really nice guy, and you know, he's from Michigan. And I've not think I've ever met anybody from Michigan I don't like. I don't know what it is about people in Michigan, but you're just a a, a and stellar content. Upping is is his game he's really found his kind of his voice his brand and, uh and he built that a really awesome hybrid workbench it's a hybrid of a nicholson uh holtz apple uh Roubaix, and the thing's a monster yeah uh so third coast craftsman is my is what's inspiring me and i was at uh, his check shop this last uh, last year in june i think it was oh yeah did you guys do a collaboration um, we shot intros and outros for it and just, we, we have been too busy to actually finish the thing. <laughs> um, so we'll see, but yeah, not yet. Yeah. Cool. cool. How about you, James? Um, I have to, uh, uh, I came across a challenge, Alan Van Va Villenkant Va Van Volt <laughs> Allen, um, has a YouTube channel. <laughs> I'll leave a link to it, <laughs> but he did, uh, he did a puzzle last year. And he did this little hand puzzle and he calls it the crazy puzzle box. That is absolutely mind blowing. Um, and it, it's done with, with power tools, but I, I want to try and do a, a version of it with hand tools. Uh, and I went through some of his other uh, videos that are just some really sweet stuff. A lot of good inspiration on there that I want to uh, copy and, and do myself. So definitely worth taking a look at his crazy puzzle box. Uh, it looks like one of those, um, 
there's shape games you had as a kid where you put blocks in from different sides, um, but there are buttons on either side that are shaped, and then it's a tumbler that is, you know, like like a um, combination tumbler, except there's two of them to then open this thing up, and it's complicated and cool. So yeah, Zach, what you got? Um, you know, I haven't really been doing a whole lot. Uh, reading, uh, reading a, another design book. Uh, emotional design by don norman and uh listening to i started listening to the knife talk podcast um uh, that's that's pretty good i'm i'm about probably 15 20 episodes in they're short there's a lot of in. that's pretty much it for me it's been kind of a calm week which has been nice kind of cool for this time of year yeah cool well do you have a uh, favorite product of the week um i'm gonna go with my uh iso tunes uh bluetooth earbuds i think that's what you call them good for um, that uh that time of quiet. Yeah. So, you know, a lot of the stuff that I've been doing in the shop is just loud enough to not be able to hear my, I have an Alexa in the shop. That's, I love it because it's great for when you're recording because you can um, just, you know, say Alexa pause and then shoot your scene and then go back to listening. Um, but, you know, I, I haven't been recording much lately and just like when I'm listening to a podcast, I, I, I have to hear every word. Like I can't, it drives me nuts. Like I can't, I'm not one of those people who can listen to something and like leave the room for a minute and come back. Like I, I want to hear every single, and uh, depending on what you're doing, a lot of the machinery and stuff is just loud enough. You can't do that through my Alexa. So uh, yeah, they, they've been good. And I don't even know, I know they had a promotion at the beginning of the month. Um, I don't know if it's still active, but if anybody's looking at that, you can try the, try ZHF, see if it works on their website. Might, might give you a discount. It might. There's my Christmas present, maybe. <laughs> you might get nothing. You might charge you more. <clears throat> what about you, Will? Or uh, should we say the Willbot 300, as the chat is calling you? Uh, um, yeah. So the bottle stopper Chuck, uh, or Mandrel, whatever you want to call it, um, that goes on to your lathe spindle, if you're doing anything with uh, threaded inserts, um, on the lathe this thing is like it's cheap it's like 16 bucks and speeds up the workflow like all stopper work it's really fast because you screw the blank right onto it turn your thing take it off and then it goes into the bottle stopper inserts straight off that so yeah that's that's Sweet. my thing I'll see if they have one of those for a spring pole lathe <laughs> <laughs> Cool. Well, I have to go with an oldie but goodie, the uh, the, the standard spokeshave, the, the model Stanley number 55. And I just got one of their their new ones that are they're dirt cheap, they're like 15 bucks on Amazon. And I'm looking at this thinking there's no way that's any decent. Uh, but there really isn't anything to go wrong on a spokeshave. Uh, it works great and cuts well. I had to sharpen the blade when I got it. But other than that, it works exactly like the old one, and I, I I could not be happier. I was I was absolutely blown away. Fifteen bucks for a spoke shave and away to town. And I've got another spoke shave to add in my collection because you can never have enough spoke shaves. <laughs> wow. So yeah, uh, and I'm, I I want to actually go on because there's there's several other companies that make like you know fifteen dollar spoke shaves that are similar. And I mean, if you really think about it, it's a, a, a steel body with a flat or rounded mouth but the mouth is only like three quarters so there really isn't a huge amount of flatness you have to worry about and then an iron and a way to hold it um it's about it so there there isn't that much that can go wrong on them so yeah i'll have to uh, i'm going to play with a few others 
So I think that will about do it. And I think we're going to have to call this one for a Merry Christmas special. Am I missing anything, guys? I don't think so. So cool. we're going to be back in a few days, right? Yeah, we'll be back on Thursday at our normal time, 10 o'clock Eastern. Do you guys, so then we can, uh, you guys haven't opened your, pre- you're not like us, you haven't opened all your presents. No, no I haven't okay. No. I think there's like a couple of small ones under the tree, so I'll have something to talk about. <laughs> I don't plan on doing much um, you know, productive things with my life in the next three days. So I don't Sounds know. like a good time. At least time. I'll have like one thing or two to talk about. It's all, cool. all going to be on you guys. I think I'll about do it. Till next time. Have a wonderful day. See you guys later. Adios. Twas the night before Christmas, when all through the shop, not a tool was in use, not even a straw. The chisels were hung in the rack with great care. Their sharpness was tested. They cut every hair. The creators collective all snug in their sheds, while visions of projects danced round in their heads. Zack took off his anvil and laid on the bench, a knife he just finished and pulled from the quench. When out on the podcast there rose such a clatter, Will sprang from his lathe to see what's the matter. Around the bandsaw to the computer he flew, hopped on the podcast, a live chat to view. When what to his wondering eyes did appear, James Wright saw in hands slicing veneer. With a shake of his head and a roll of his eyes, Will said, there are easier ways to cut plies. Tired and exhausted and drained from the year, just working with hands and oak so severe. All energy gone, James said with a huff. I'm done with making and using this stuff. So James pulled out his cables. He pulled out his cords. Boy, was he tired of using inelegant swords. Table saws, chop saws, routers, and bits. All of this hand stuff was hard. He was calling it quits. Just then, Zack came in with a bowl of his snacks. You've been fasting again. You're all out of wax. Here, take some jerky, some cookies and pie. Eat some protein and carbs. If you don't, you might die. So James picked up one cookie, the smallest one yet, and he nibbled the tip of an iced Santee hat. Then something happened that's never happened before. James's stomach grew three sizes or more. Ha! Zack chortled. Now you'll have to get to it to work off that fine layer of fresh Christmas suet. So James grabbed a buck saw and flew to the work, arm flying about like well-oiled clockwork. In his right hand a jack plane and his left a card screen, the air was soon filled with thin curls just like paper. Christmas projects flew by from rough to fine finish, like a whole team of Amish who'd eaten their spinach. Then Will at the lathe and Zack with a hammer jumped into the work and caused quite the clamor. Those Christmas Zack snacks provided the drive to make and create and bring things alive. As morning came round and crept o'er the hill, Will slices a log with his Alaskan sawmill. Zack's pile of hammers in every known keller had never been seen by a Florida feller. The three turned around, and they looked at their work. Their faces all grins, or maybe a smirk. Every project complete, shiny, and done. Every bone was exhausted, though James called it fun. All the work was completed and finished on time. The podcast began with the start of the chime. 
Herberholtz, Walker, and that weirdo named Wright. From the Creators Collective, Merry Christmas, good night.